Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays on this lovely, lovely Friday in April. Yes, it's a lovely day here in the San Francisco Bay Area, at least here in the East Bay. Temperatures are warming up for the weekend, so it's going to be fantastic weekend to get out to your farmer's markets, grocery stores, club stores, whatever else, where you can get yourself loaded up with fresh fruits and vegetables. Today's Fresh from the Field Fridays is brought to us by the Produce Industry Podcast and sponsored by... Buck Naked Onions, Equifruit, the only banana you should buy, Sunrays, the snack with impact, and Dole Food Company. Hey folks, I'm Dan the Produce Man, and today our guest here on Fresh from the Field Fridays is Bill Goldfield, Director of Corporate Communications for Dole Food Company. Bill Goldfield. Bill, welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having me today. Pleasure to be here. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. There's so many exciting things going on in the world of dole, fresh fruit, and some vegetables, and we're going to cover that today. You know, I, it's funny, Bill, because people recognize dole for bananas and pineapples, but they don't realize they have apples and apricots and avocados and baby bananas and blackberries, blueberries, Burrow bananas, cherries, coconuts, grapefruits, kiwis, lychees, oranges, mangoes, papayas, pears, plums, raspberries, and my favorite, red bananas, as well as you know, a lot of packaged salads as well. Yep. People see Dole and they think, hey, you know, Bobby Banana, which is still pretty cool. I still have an inflatable Bobby Banana still in the bag. And I had one hanging up at my store right over the banana display as well when I had my market. But the average consumer maybe doesn't realize that there's so much more to Dole and globally as well, as you were expressing before we started recording. Yeah, yeah. Um, thanks. We we do do quite a bit of product. I think we have 300 lines now of of uh, different produce that we market and and wow. produce and sell um, across um, across the globe. And we produce in, in 75 different countries. So all those products that you mentioned, you you can find under a Dole label somewhere. You know, it's it's a tremendous amount, and and you, it's funny you mentioned Bobby. We're we're actually bringing Bobby back this year and reintroducing him in a big way. I think for back to school time. So, um, I'm I'm glad that uh, you reminded me about him because it's he's kind of a, a forgotten icon, but we're hoping to bring him back this year. Bobby, he had that uh, skater skater voice. I remember. Hey, dudes, this is Bobby Banana. <laughs> That's right. I remember it well. Because and Pamela Pineapple and the whole gang. Yeah, uh, is Pamela coming back too, or is it just Bobby? Uh, she's coming back. She's now known as Penelope. And uh, oh, Penelope! She, Did I make a mistake? Penelope Pineapple. Yeah, I think she's been Penelope for a while, so it's possible. But she could have been Pamela in one iteration. But <laughs> I think I think uh, Penelope will be making a recurrence as well. We have a you know a, a shop we. Um, put a lot of merchandise towards now this uh, dole dot shop and uh 
we're trying to reintroduce Bobby and for everyone who really just has a love of produce, it's just a fun place to get your kind of love of produce stuff. And so Bobby and Penelope are making appearances on our, uh, on <laughs> some of our shop stuff. Oh, that's great. I remember getting when my kids were little, the, the stuffed Bobby bananas and all the kids in the house had the little Bobby banana with their stuffed animals. It was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad to hear that Bobby is back. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> And I'm looking forward to it. Now, there's a lot of things that Dole does. And some of the things that I was reading about, and, you know, I get emails uh, on the email list. I got the, the, the recent email about the, you know, save your peels from your bananas and your oranges and different things. Mm-hmm. And I also received emails about sustainability and different programs that you have for your farmers yeah, yeah. Sustainability is just kind of core to to the company's DNA. We've been doing it since we've uh, we've started. Really, I think we built our first hospital in Honduras in the 1920s or so. So you know, it's just kind of part of who we are and what we've what we've been doing. And um, we you know historically have not talked a lot about it, but obviously the the appetite is now. Um, there for consumers who really want to know a lot of what the companies they support are doing. So just in December last year, we came out with our latest Dolway um, sustainability report, which talks all about all the efforts we're doing here uh, in under three pillars, right? For, for people, for, for nature, and then for, um, for the environment um, and for food. And what we try to do now is, communicate all the all the lofty goals and and everything we're trying to do in terms of sustainability. So it's obviously food safety and making sure that nutrition is top of mind and people are getting what they need, but it's also how we grow the way we grow, making sure that we're um, addressing climate change, growing in a better way, replacing a lot of our refrigerated containers with with newer, more state-of-the-art containers to help reduce our carbon footprint, and then reducing packaging and um, lifting up, you know, the farmers and and trying to make sure that they have a very sustainable living wage. Make sure they're getting what they want. We do a lot with fair trade. We do a lot with with other organizations and foundations. So you know, we we're absolutely 100% committed to to sustainability as as a core tenant of who we are and how we grow. Wow, that's fantastic, Bill. And on Dole.com, you can see a lot of videos, different videos of how things are work, how things work, some interviews with some of the workers, and tons of recipes. And it's just a great resource, I would say, for the average consumer to the press, to anyone who's interested in what Dole is doing around the world, not just for sustainability, but yes, for the workers as well. And then Earth Day, you know, where Earth Day is upon us. It's tomorrow, so Dole has some great Earth Day activities going on as well. Yeah, we'll be we'll be um, sharing a lot of what we're doing in our sustainability. Obviously, on Earth Day, we're launching a new campaign called Fresh for Future on Earth Day, where we'll be sharing a lot of you know some of the elements we talked about, um, what we're doing with fair trade, what we're doing in biodiversity in the growing areas in Latin America. You know, some of our water conservation and stewardship programs that we're initiating. So. Starting on Earth Day, we'll be launching that. And for the next four or five weeks on our social channels, you'll see a lot of the efforts we're doing, um, spotlighting the the sustainability efforts and how we are and how we're producing in these areas. Wow, that's great. Okay, folks, it's Happy Earth Day. And 
the fruits of the earth. That's what we're all about here at Fresh from the Field Fridays from the Produce Industry Podcast. It's, it's where it all comes from. So we got to take care of Mother Earth if we want good, nutritious, solid vitality for our bodies. Absolutely. Okay, so let's quickly touch on some of the new packaged salads that you've brought into the marketplace. Yeah, yeah. So um, just uh, a few weeks ago, we launched five new um, chopped salad kits into the market. They range, there's a uh, hibachi miso, there's a roadhouse barbecue, a chop house crunch, a crunchy taco, and then an everything Caesar, right? Capitalizing on the popularity of the everything bagel and everything seasoning and everything else. So now there's an everything Caesar that really capitalizes <laughs> on that. So a big part of what we're trying to do with with the salads and what we do with all our innovation is is really market to what the trends are and what we're seeing, not only, you know, in restaurants, but what consumers are asking for. So it's you know, we really feel that, you know, a lot of these products have their finger on the on the pulse of what's happening. And now we're just addressing what's being asked for in the marketplace. So, you know, we continue to try to innovate not only in the salad category, but across, you know, all of our our product launches. You know, one of my favorites is the Chop House Crunch. I just, for some reason, I love the, the, the flavors in, in that particular salad. But you have so many different ones besides the five new that you have launched. Yeah. Um, Tremendous variety of salads. So there's, I think, I, I don't know the exact count of how many we have in the chopped line, but um, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of 20 or so, I think. And I will say that they're, they're all, I mean, I'm, I'm maybe a little biased, but I love every one of them. You know, the, the feedback we get on, on the chop kits is, is fantastic. The other items as well is the bowls, the salad bowls. Yeah. And then what about food service, Bill? Do a lot with food service as far as salads or or mixes? The the salads and the mixes do a a fair amount in food service. You know, um, on the fruit side, I don't think we're doing as much in in food service as as we'd like to, but I think we're expanding into that area a lot more. I know we'll be at the uh, food service show up in in Monterey in, in July. So we'll be there to talk a little bit more about what we can do in food service and try to expand that a bit. Okay. We have a new pineapple in play here from Dole. We're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, Bill's going to tell us all about the new pineapple. Don't go away. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. All right, folks, we're back with Bill Goldfield. And he is Director of Corporate Communications for Dole Food Company, folks. Boy, we're having a great time here. A new pineapple, Bill. Yeah. I'm excited. This is a very exciting. We haven't uh, been able to talk about a new pineapple for a while. So this is our, our golden selection 
premium pineapple just came out in, in limited quantities now just a few weeks ago. So you're starting to see them in select markets and grocers uh, around the country. And this is just a super sweet pineapple. It's limited because of the amount of effort and care that it takes to grow these. It's a little bit more of, uh, I would call an artisanal pineapple because it really just takes a lot more attention during the growing process. It's really kind of how the way, how we grow it and the way we, we grow it, that it's just gets a little bit sweeter on the plant. And by the time, you know, you get it in the store, eat it right away because it's at its peak and it's unbelievably sweet. So it's got kind of a, a little bit more of a, a delicate kind of aromatic fragrance, but it's uh, it's got a deep, you know, golden shell and, and the, the flesh is really golden and deep. And it's it's really a, a sweet tasting pineapple. Golden Selection Premium Pineapple. Yeah. From I can't wait to try this. I'm we'll excited. get you what one. Sto- we'll get you one. All right. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> I appreciate that. What stores are you launching this in? All of them or... There well, are select stores. There are select stores right now, and we're trying to get um, you know more to, to come on. But because of you know the the way we grow them, we have such limited volume. We're getting more demand than we have supply. So um, we're we're trying to raise the supply up to match the demand that we're getting. So um, I think right now we're seeing them in in some Trader Joe's and some uh, some Wegmans, I believe. But uh, oh, I think good. they're going to get. Uh, a broader distribution soon. Okay, I'm excited about Golden Selection Premium Pineapple. Th- though I do have to mention, Bill, that when I first started in fresh produce, it was 1976, we used to get pineapples out of Hawaii. They would come in two-layer boxes. I remember mm-hmm. you know, you'd get 14 counts, and I think there was uh, 12 and eight and eights. You know, obviously the sizes were, were bigger and yeah. smaller, but they would come in two layers, and there would be this uh, particle cardboard in t- between each layer. And the pineapple had a higher acid content, like the old champaka varieties and things, a higher acid content, kind of like, you know, how a, a yellow peach will have an, a higher acid content more than a white peach. Mm-hmm. And th- so the flavors were really, I mean, they were incredible that mix but down the line these other varieties were developed and the acid was spread out and so you don't get those flavors anymore but i i remember maybe if i go to some tropical place and go to a farmer's market i might be able to get one from some local grower so i think the tropics are calling me but you know american (laughs) i think they're all vacation is in your future i think there yes absolutely (laughs) But anyway, I, I just thought I'd mention that. But these these newer varieties are very very good, and f- for the most part, you can actually eat the core as well. Those mm-hmm. older varieties, you could not eat the core. You would be chewing on. I mean, those are great for cows and horses, but <laughs> not for people. But with these newer varieties, you can just eat right through the core too. Yeah, the core is certainly edible for these. And we found, you know, you mentioned earlier about the amount of recipes that that we do. I think we have some 700 or so kind of (laughs) almost all plant forward recipes. We actually have a number of them that use elements like the core and things that you would normally discard. We know whether it's a a banana peel recipe or, you know, something with the core where you can, you know, shave it and put it on salads or something like that. There's there's all kinds of uses you can do so you don't have to necessarily chew through all that fibrous part of the core, but 
but there's things you can do with it in our recipes that that really can enhance some other elements, make tea out of it, things like that. My son bought some kind of a, a ham, and I saw him Sunday morning, and he was in his kitchen cooking, just you know, heating the ham up on the stove with some eggs and things, and he took the pineapple core, and he shaved it up and put it all over the top, and the peels too, put it all over the top of the ham while it was in the pan. And just let that flavors get in there. And man, I tell you, when we had that for breakfast, it was amazing. Okay, some of the marketing that you're doing for families and consumption on fresh yeah. fresh produce, that's very important because, you know, the junk food industries have the big, big budgets to not only just advertise heavily all over the place, but also place their products in movies and TV shows as well. And produce a lot of times gets a bad rap. Yeah, yeah. So you, you hit it right on the head. I mean, people are just not getting enough produce now. I mean, there's, I think we're seeing, and I don't want to misquote statistics, but there's a huge gap in what the daily um, prescription is, USDA assumption for what you should be getting and what people are getting. So probably less than 50% are getting what they need to get on a daily basis and, and some far less. So what we're trying to do is, is boost that consumption by making not only for the parents themselves and the kids and adults, but trying to make it easier on the families to help get those uh, their kids to eat and you know, whether it's indirect or direct to try to get uh, uh, an appeal for kids. So you mentioned, you know, what some of the, the junk food companies have been doing. You know, we entered in wow, back in 2016 now, so coming on six or seven years or so, we started a program with Walt Disney Company where we decided, you know, we could take some of those same tactics that, that the junk food industry may use to appeal to kids and we can put it on produce and get that same kind of effect of putting those characters on bananas and putting them on pineapple and, and other produce and trying to get kids to see that and, and say, hey, I'm going to choose that over something else. So the, we're working right now on a, on a campaign. We're wrapping it up in next month called Fruit Love, which really touches back to people's first fruits and kind of the memories they they've made for maybe their their first you know not necessarily banana but maybe their first apple pie or first you know whatever it's going to be that has lasting memories for them that are a fruit-based recipe or, or fruit-based exploration so really capitalizing on that and trying to help those parents now with that and, and we're doing it um we're doing a, a campaign with with ryan's world which if you know any young kids today they know they know who ryan is and so we're doing one with okay. uh he's, he's a youtube influencer um he's uh, i think about 11 years old and and we just took him to the pineapple plantation in hawaii he's based in hawaii and he's doing uh kind of this world island adventure new program and and what we were doing with him is introducing him to how pineapples are done you know an educational process with him to, to visit the plantation and the farm and look at how we plant and harvest and wash and pack pineapples and get those out to everybody to explain the the health and nutrition and because he's got such a young audience um, we thought it would be very useful for him to communicate to them you know what we're doing there so it's just a lot of efforts we're making towards getting the consumption have fun with your with your produce and it doesn't have to be something that's burdensome for parents to do but try to give them tools to help make it easy for them to get kids to eat and then we introduce all these fantastic recipes we've talked about that really makes it easy for them 
to get those those fruits and vegetables into their family's meals. Wow, that that is great. There is nothing like getting in the kitchen with your kids and cooking and creating. And I tell you, folks, look. You, you can eat all the center of the store, I would say. This is a grocery store, center of the store foods that, that you want. But I'm telling you, if you don't start adding fresh fruit and vegetables into your diets every day, it really affects how you, how you wake up in the morning, how you feel. If you start adding an abundance of fresh fruit and vegetables into your diet, it can that can get rid of depression. It can get rid of grogginess, that that foggy head feeling, uh, better performance in school, all kinds of things. These are products of the earth that are here for all living beings to consume for our vitality mentally, emotionally physically, even spiritually. And a lot of the center of the, the store stuff, take a look at those ingredients, man. If you can't pronounce those words <laughs> and you have to look them up, you better you know, start finding other things. And fresh fruit and vegetables, it's the way to go. And Dole man. has provided just an amazing amount of fresh fruit and vegetables for all of us consumers. Yeah. Just to echo that point, I was at a conference recently and they had Basically, the statistic that was shared was 80% of our healthcare-related issues are diet-related. And the easiest yeah. fix for that, obviously, is just to eat food that's better for you. And so, I mean, produce was right there at the top of that list. And, you know, we we have the best pro- the best products of any industry to to help combat the adverse health effects we're seeing from, from bad diets. So, Well, there's your return on your investment, Yeah, you know. If you're investing money and you're getting great returns, all right, right on. Now invest in your health and you will get great returns. And you won't have those, you know, I always say this, you won't have all those piling up medical bills later on in life or be a burden to your kids. Invest in your health. That's all there is to it. It's all here. It's all around us. And it's really good stuff. That's fantastic, Bill. I think that's great. And we also just had a special day. Here in the United States? We did. We just celebrated Banana Day this week. And National Banana Day is um, the, the holiday of the year for, for Dole, largely, because, I mean, was, we celebrate all things bananas. So um, we actually went on a search because bananas are such a ubiquitous uh, product for us and, and for everybody. I think they have some 90% uh, weekly household penetration or so that we, uh, we put out a search and we're doing it now for... Anyone who really has not had a banana, we thought, is there is there a, a creature out there, kind of this unicorn for us that doesn't know what a banana is, hasn't tried it, not because of a you know an allergy to to something, but legitimately has just never been exposed and tried for a banana. We think it's it's got to be a myth that someone would never have had a banana before. But but now we're on a quest for it to celebrate Banana Day and see if we can find that. That elusive uh, unicorn here that uh, has never had a banana and let them try uh, one of our bananas for their first time. So um, we're having fun with it, and we're we're celebrating this day uh, this week. You know, it's funny. Uh, a couple of things I have folks tell me when I, especially when I had my store, that I don't like bananas. And so what I would do is I would say, okay, I'm going to give you going to give you three bananas and I want you to take them home and I want you to eat one the way that I've given it to you. I want you to let the other one sit until it's fully yellow, maybe a little bit of green on the tip, maybe not. 
And then the third one, I want you to let it get nice, beautiful sugar flecks, speckles all over it. And then try the stages and then come back and tell me whether you like bananas or not. And people would come back and say, yeah, well, I still don't like them or, or wow, I really do like it. I was eating them wrong and I like this particular stage of ripeness. For me, if it doesn't have spots all over it, I don't want to eat it. I like that flavor. And also, when I was a little kid in Vermont, the uh, first, first 10 years of my life, I've lived in the state of Vermont before we moved here to, uh, to California. And I, I, for some reason, I would say to people, you know, and people would say hello, I would always say, eat a banana. That was my <laughs> saying, eat a banana, right? And so... And brother and brother and sisters, you know, and they go, what's with this eat a banana stuff? I eat a banana, you know, and then I declared March 7th National Banana Day before I knew there was a National Banana Day, which obviously isn't March 7th, but I was close, right? A close. month off or a month and a few days off. Yes. So, I don't know. It was just a lot of fun. And uh, people in the town, you know, we, it was a very small town, a hard work Vermont. People in the town would see me, and before I could say it, they'd look at me and go, eat a banana. <laughs> so, but you're absolutely right. I mean, the unique flavor differences between a green and a, and a spotted, you know, from the starchiness to the sugar makes a big difference. And now, you know, you mentioned it at the top of the show, the different varieties like red bananas and, and you know, oh. burrow bananas and all these other ones that, that are available to you now. And, and consumers, I think, are more interested in exploring these alternative varieties and, and trying to taste some different flavors. So there's a whole mess of bananas out there and, and each one has different varieties, even plantains that could be baked and fried and done all different ways. I mean, there's for people sure. who are tired of potatoes from uh, from the COVID days, you know, try a plantain and it can do a lot of the same things and a, a different flavor profile. Yeah, and I do love those red bananas, but I love them when they're black. Mm -hmm. so I like ripe fruit. <laughs> wow, well, Bill, I'm looking forward to the Golden Selection Premium Pineapple, and I'm really excited that Pinelope pineapple and bobby banana are making a comeback uh, that excites me very much so us too looking forward to it great <laughs> bill goldfield dole food company thank you for joining us today here on fresh from the field fridays well thanks dan i appreciate being here today I appreciate giving me a chance to to talk to your audience and share all the the great things dole's doing so uh happy friday everybody yes happy friday all right Hey, folks, be sure to tune in to the Produce Industry Podcast every Monday with Patrick Kelly, as well as the Produce Industry Show on YouTube. And did you know there's also the Produce Industry app? You got to have that. Download that now on your smartphone, on your tablet, on your watch. Heck, download it to your washing machine, anywhere that you can download an app to. The Produce Industry app is a fantastic resource. Also, don't forget to check out my YouTube and Rumble pages called Dan the Produce Man. And all my social media can be found at DanTheProduceMan.com. Hey folks, next week we got Chef Tony Marola joining us, the Produce Chef. So be sure to tune in for that. Until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan, the Produce Man. 
Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon. Thank you.